0: For Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions.
1: Hey, welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship our favorite verse on this show is but mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart we want to thank home instead senior care they provide trustworthy kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home at home instead it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Welcome to the show. I'm doubly blessed today because you're listening and also because Anna Crafty Pierce is here with me. Hi, Anna.
2: Hi, Mom. It's so good to hear your voice.
1: I love doing this with you. It's so much fun. Okay, so our we're doing something really fun today that we've been circling this topic. In fact, I pulled up on my website this I just typed in lifelong learning and I got immediately filled with five or six different blogs. And of those, half of them were things that you and I had done together. So we've oh. never done, huh?
2: I'm just very impressed with us. I didn't realize we were impressive.
1: <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, what this tells me is you and I love this topic. And so it works its way into all of our st- discussions. <laughs> So it's really time for us to just do a whole episode on lifelong learning. Along with that, we're going to be talking a little bit about ambition and how ambition is a good thing in your children. We sure don't want to have kids who uh, have no ambition. That, that'd be bad. So uh, we want to talk a little bit about that. So to begin with, do you want to start or do you want me to?
2: Oh, I don't really have an opinion. I'm just, you know, Mom, I'm enjoying spending the time with you. Go for it. Let's give the definition (laughs) for ambition first.
1: Okay. Okay. That's a good idea. I love this one. I have to find it. Our definition of ambitious is a spark of desire and the gumption to
2: seek and share good things. You know what I hear in my head when you say that? What? I hear years ago when a friend was struggling with her son because of outside influences, we started asking him, what does your mama want for you? And, oh. and then he was, he was almost too little to be able to answer a question like that. Uh, we would a- help him answer. And we'd say, and whatever he said that was right, we would follow it with good things. What does your mama oh. want for you? Good things. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> and, so tr- and, you know, so true. that is like where I am most ambitious in my life. As I was going home, my father-in-law actually said to me recently, Anna, you're just so ambitious for your kids. And I was a little shocked. I was like, what does he even mean by that? Am I stressing them out? <laughs> right. I know. Well, that's Am I putting too kid. much on them? Ambition, especially
1: for the mom, you know, they have all kinds of nicknames for like helicopter moms. Damed and different, mom. Yeah. Yeah. But the truth is uh, God wants good things for us. And yes. especially... I think sometimes ambition gets a bad uh, rap because people associate it with greed. Like you want, you're ambitious for yourself. But think of all the good men we know who have ambitions because they want to provide well for their families. And not just men, plenty of women too have ambitions with their family in their mind.
2: And as far as my kids and being ambitious for them, they are the thing I'm most ambitious for. I, I love that definition because I desperately... More than anything else in this world, I want good things for them.
0: Um, And
2: it's so much easier to want good things for them than it is for my... Well, I say that. I want good things for myself, too. I just It's more of a struggle for me to do the hard work directly associated with being ambitious for myself. (laughs) It's so much easier to be self-sacrificial for my adorable children.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, And I think the idea of seeking and sharing good things, that's why we put that in the definition, because really... There's a wonderful verse. I've quoted it before. I'm going to quote it again today, though. I always have to look up the number, but I wrote it down ahead of time. Uh, it's from Mark eight thirty six. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul, his own soul? So I think that's the context. Ambition, you know, if you ever have a child who is unmotivated, it's very frustrating. Even if it's just a season, which... A lot of teenage boys get kind of unmotivated as their hormones come in, and it can be very frustrating to mom if they just want to sit on the couch all the time. So ambition and some goals and, and a sense of vision for your own life, I think those are all good things. So that's why I wanted to talk about ambition and lifelong learning together, Anna. Um, I wanted to start because I am thinking about teenage, you know, we have amazing grandchildren, I have eight of them now. And some of those are boys. And they're, you know, they're varying stages of ambition, depending on what part of life they're in. So I, and I I know girls that can be just as ambitious as boys. I'm not leaning one way or the other. But I am saying, if you're a mother of teenage boys, sometimes it's a little frustrating, you wonder if they'll ever get motivated. And that they get and, confused,
2: like, I don't know what moms, to do. as moms, we're at a little bit of a disadvantage with our boys, whereas with girls, I was a girl. I was a 17-year-old girl. I was a 13-year-old girl. I'm not my daughter, but I do have a perspective on the stage of life she's in. With my son, I kind of look at him and go, oh, you're wonderful. I tell him that all the time, you're so wonderful. You're wonderful, But, but he's like this little foreign creature. I don't always have a place to put what he's going through in my own, like I don't have perspective on it always because he's a boy. <laughs> Actually, that's really a good
1: point. Well, I want you to start, if you don't mind, tell us, tell me why you think lifelong learning is such an, an obsession for you and me. Like, what do you see about that?
2: I think it's tied into that idea of when ambition goes awry and in myself or my children. Um, I Where do you even start? Okay, so my gratitude or lack of gratitude is directly related to often my um, ambition. When I get disappointed because I had expectations, I got dashed, and I let myself get sucked into that vortex of... um, depression, or anxiety, or just lack of gratitude, um, which is often associated with the other two, it undermines my ambition, because I'm like, oh, man, bummer. Uh." And the next thing you know, I'm sitting on the couch, reading a novel, getting nothing done, which there's nothing wrong with that for like two days, if you have to recover (laughs) from something. Disappointments happen, but, (laughs) and sometimes it's chemical, and, and there's nothing that I can do except take myself to a doctor and get my chemistry balanced. Um, or yeah. wait out that time of the month, <laughs> but um, yeah, but, or
1: or but, maybe exercise, or there's you know we yeah. have whole we have whole blogs on that. Uh, what if I'm you're looking or, you're or in, there's
2: but all those things are ambition. But for me, that's directly tied to my emotional inner person, um, the discipline of being thankful, and the discipline of being in the spirit and talking to God and listening to Him and being in the Word those things directly affect the goodness I want for other people. If I'm not taking in his goodness. So, and the first step for me, like one of the first, not steps, but the first symptom often in my life is I lose my sense of gratitude and that's so, start, you know, then you start becoming the victim really fast.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. And there's nothing less motivating than thinking you're somehow helpless and yeah. the the victim. So that's interesting. You pull those together if you're listening in and you're wondering, well, okay, but I do have days where I just want to sit on the couch and do nothing. We do have, yeah, I mean, we all have that. We all have that. So, But we got some great information from Colleen Long. So if you go to Camp Craffy or com and look under, you know, search for Colleen Long's name, and she does so much good work on that in that area. I'll tell you who else brought us some good information is Erin uh, Carey. So either of those two her. names, yeah, those are amazing well, women.
2: And also, they, Mom, you can be ambitious from the couch. You can yeah. sit there in God's <laughs> word. That's why I say, for me, it's really about, like, when I get that symptom of I'm ungrateful, Um, and often it's the first most obvious symptom is I start saying things to my husband that are kind of edgy, rude, and he does not deserve that. He's a very good husband. Even on his bad days, he's a very good husband. So I hear myself, and I'm like, ooh because I'm and I'm, I've quit being thankful and that often is tied to other heart things. But
1: Well, okay, okay so that's an interesting connection because as we're thinking about kids and wanting them to be motivated, so you're tying yeah. motivation, ambition, which is kind of like giving them a vision, and then uh, thankful or grateful hearts and also you're tying that to victimhood and help a feeling of helplessness. Those, that is an interesting chain of things to go from lifelong learning to, uh, you know, the other side of that spe- spectrum is like victimhood and depression and feeling like you have no control over your cool. own life. That's so interesting, my,
2: Anna. My sweet daughter gets really she's in a high chemistry moment of life because her chemistry's <laughs> changing. She'll be in elementary school soon. She's you know, it's a big moment. Her brain, she's starting to connect sounds and letters and speaking of life learning learning and doing drawings where she looks at something and tries to draw what she really sees. Oh. All this chemistry, there's all this symptom of chemistry in her life. But when she gets frustrated right now, it's overwhelming. Like she oh. goes from She has an idea. She thinks it's a great idea. She wants something good. It's ambitious because that's just who she is. She has a plan. And then I have to tell her no because she hasn't taken into consideration the rest of the family, right? Or or she doesn't know what we're already planning to do today because she's not in charge of the calendar. And I mean instant meltdown because she's overwhelmed and frustrated and somebody took away the good things she wanted.
1: Well, okay. I'm going to interrupt you because we have a minute left before the break. I knew
2: this was going to be
1: fun and fast today. And I want to mention some of the names I've already said, I'll be in a blog. I'll put those in a blog for everyone. And you can find all that at Kathy C A T H Y crafty K R A F is in Frank V as in Victor E as in Edward.com. So if you sign up for our week, we do a weekly blog and it's free. It comes into your email box. So if you'll just sign up for that, you'll get all of this in an email. Um, We also have books out. You'll hear more about those at the break. But I want you to stay with us because when we come back, I'm going to talk to Anna pretty seriously about how we can give our kids a vision and thereby help them be ambitious in the best sense of the word. Okay, so stay with us.
0: We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women suffer. Yeah, because I want
2: to talk about how, how you recover from those moments of being Texas overwhelmed and losing your time. vision. You ought to see my blue eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over into groceries. Yeah.
1: Want to move from coexisting to cherished, from isolated to influential? Hi, this is Kathy. Just for you, we have two books out now devoted to creating better conversations, life-changing conversational adventures. Marriage Conversations, from coexisting to cherished, is 20 chapters packed with easy practical ideas. This is the book I wrote for my kids. It's brimming over with personal yeah. stories and stuff I
2: learned the well, hard I can way. Ellen on that too.
1: Then, the well, the art of drawing out authentic conversations, explores over forty different ways Jesus launched not the woman at the well mean, from I lonely to see, yeah. leadership. You can find our books with our wonderful publishers, Cross River Media and Elk Lake Publishers, at local bookstores or at Amazon.com. Buy two, one to read out loud to your hubby and one to share with a friend. Order yours today and have your own conversational adventures tonight.
2: What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? (laughs) Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place? A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever? It's home, where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition.
0: All oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio where well, we talk openly about the things women store and, and ponder now, in their hearts, where the truth bio, and Texas twang meet.
2: And catfish, and good gumbo.
1: Hey, welcome back. We're talking about some things I didn't really expect that just popped out of my mouth, like this whole idea that a lack of ambition is sometimes associated with a hormone change, especially you see it with boys. Anna, I want to explain why I think um, if you don't mind, I want to just take one minute and explain why I think lifelong learning and ambition go together, yeah. because I, I think this is really important. Tying it back to that whole idea that, you know, I've raised a son and I'm watching my grandsons grow up now. And one thing I have noticed is they, they hit a certain age and they do have ambition and they're eager to get started making their own money but they don't have the skills they need to implement their business plans. And oftentimes they don't really know how to create a business plan. And so it's really frustrating and scary to them. And I liked what you said about feeling sort of depressed because you can't execute. You feel like a victim, like you're helpless. I think sometimes with teenage boys, we we don't really appreciate how hard that next step is for them or for anybody that wants to start a new business. So I wanted to compare that. I think that's why those two things are together for me with lifelong learning, because I'll give you just a quick example. You know, your your grandfather, my dad, he was a doctor. And every day for two hours, he scheduled a lunchtime and an hour. And he spent an hour every single day of my whole childhood and all my life till he died reading medical journals. So he would be up to date on the latest breakthroughs any kind of medical related anything. He had a big stack of journals he read every single day. He was a lifelong learner. He was ambitious to serve his patients. He wanted to do that really well. And I think that's why, you know, that's to me, that's the epitome of this example that we're using today. Our definition where um, the way ambition looks or the way it's a good thing is you have a spark of desire and the gumption to work and share good things. That definitely epitomized my dad's life. Okay, thank you for letting me take a minute and just explain why those cool. two things are connected. And
2: and when you have a set goal, a, a goal that is worthy of everything you are, then you can live the moment you're in to the best of your abil- abilities. So there's no regrets. Anytime you live the moment you're in to the best of your abilities, there's no place for regrets because you, you've left nothing on the table. That's yeah. that what, is what true ambition is. And then you're ready for the next opportunity. Okay. Because God gonna, wants good things for us. So there's always the next opportunity. Oh, I love that. Okay. So
1: I want to talk about two things. And I know this time will go fast because this is just one of our favorite passionate topics. So how do you recover when life steals your joy and you, your ambitions have been thwarted and you feel depressed? I want to talk about recovery from that and get you know to take a day or two but then get back in the game and then the other thing I want you to because you're so great at this Anna you're so good at noticing when a child is walking in the flesh and their immature tendency but really God has gifted them and that gifting just needs a coaching so I want to talk about what naturally gifted ambitious children look like and how you can help them be lifelong learners so which one do you want to start with, recovery or naturally gifted well,
2: kids? Since we talked about my sweet daughter being overwhelmed by her chemistry and by that moment of having to be told no okay. um, in her dear little four-year-old world, I want to talk about recovery. And it's interesting because okay. during the break, I was thinking another person in my life who got overwhelmed is actually my dear husband. And the solution was the same for both of them. Oh, and wow. that was to reach out and ask for help. Oh. And I, I really, truly learned that after I was married and had this wonderful helper who we were tied at the hip, you know, young and in love and newly married. Suddenly I had somebody who, if we were falling off a cliff, he'd save me first. And if we were falling off a cliff with our children, he knew to save them first because it's what I would want. <laughs> so, he's the best. You know I love your husband. I know. He's so amazing. So, So I had this helper person who wanted my best. And even when he's in the flesh and he's not wanting my best, he does in that—that's who he wants to be, even when he's not successful at it. It's who he desires oh. to be. So, um, so I learned how to ask for help. And recently, when Beth is overwhelmed, I, if I can get her attention and get her out of that chemical loop, get her to just take a few calm breaths, gentle breaths, um, kind of like calling long is always, you know, all that wonderful yoga and, yes. and mental mindset stuff. If I can get yeah. my daughter to come back down off that chemistry revved in her little body then she can ask for help she can say to me well mama this was my good plan you told me no help how can we you know and we can negotiate we can compromise we can do the things that will allow her to still have the good um so asking for help and then with my husband when he was overwhelmed by career things it was your advice you told him to go find the people he admired most the men in his life he admired most and sit down with them and ask a few specific questions and wow. one of those men, he got great, wonderful, young husband advice from that. I mean, I benefited so much from the fact that he did that. He was asking career questions. But when he asked about regrets, both my dad and his dad had the same regrets about being young dad. And I mean, he listened and he did not. He he built on what they had done. Wow. But, um, but then one of those men gave him career advice that he heard and he applied and he was no longer overwhelmed. He had a goal.
1: Oh. So,
2: so I they basically gave him really some good, good
1: coaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it spread out and affected the whole family. I love it. Hey, well, uh, you're mentioning some words I love. And they're kind of like the word we picked today, ambitious. The word negotiate, the word compromise. Those have yeah. become kind of negative words in our culture. But they're actually really? great words. And they're oh,
2: essential
1: yeah. skills if you want to have decent, healthy. Well, and if you
2: want to be... If you want to be successful in your ambitions, you have to be able to do those things.
1: Well, conversation is based on those very principles, and they're not negative, even though for some reason people have interpreted them lately as negative. But I remember when I was a kid, those words were actually positive words. So, in fact, I wasn't aware that negotiation was a bad word until I put it in one of my books, and my editor really made me explain it because she understood the culture better than I did as far as that word goes. So I really appreciated her help on that. And she really opened my eyes. I have a couple of quotes, if you don't mind on it. Oh, good. Okay, so I think these. what I think is funny is you put some of these words in Google and you get the funniest stuff. So here's a couple of serious ones and then a funny one. Those who are crazy enough to think they can change the world usually do. That's Steve Jobs. Yeah, Uh Steve Jobs, he would know. And then ambition is the germ from which all growth, of nobleness proceeds that's from Ralph Waldo Emerson said so ambition at that time was actually probably a positive word and it's changed that much since we've grown up well people as- associate ambition with greed I believe today and that's unfortunate because it's actually in the service of other people that ambition is most
2: beautiful well and powerful power and ambition often go together because in order to uh. have your ambitions reach their climax or their success or come to fruition, you have to have the power and, and, you know, and power is a crazy thing because it can go awry. I'm talking with my son a lot right now and keep telling him you're more powerful than you were before. You have to be more thoughtful. You're more powerful. You're going to affect life more than you did before. You have to have a goal. You have to have direction or I will give it to you. <laughs>
1: well, it's it's interesting. Power now in our culture has become a symbol of something bad because of oppressiveness and injustice. So oh, power is considered a bad thing. And when I was a child, power to influence for the good was actually an excellent thing. People really hope to acquire enough power so that they could influence our culture for goodness.
2: It's well, really changing. About- of what we're doing right now, mom, we we could not have been as influential or as ambitious with these podcasts. Even in your childhood, there would be no way to get this out to as many people as we do. The power of the internet, which is a huge power and the power of crowdsourcing where one person passes it on to 10 more people and suddenly it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, that, that is, just, you know, an amazing, powerful thing, and it can be used for great evil, but it can also be used for great good. Okay, so
1: I want to come back to lifelong learning. I think this is so funny, and I think a great lesson that I've learned the more successful you are. So this is from Robert Frost. By faithfully working, yeah, by faithfully working eight hours a day, you may eventually get to be boss and Work twelve hours a day.
2: <laughs> that's so true. I, got,
1: I need a quote that's my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think for me the summary of lifelong learning is it keeps you young. In fact, one of the one of the other quotes I had in here had to do oh, it's Henry Ford. He said, Anyone who stops learning is old, whether at twenty or eighty. Anyone who keeps learning stays young. And I think that's true. It keeps your mind nimble if you are willing to apply yourself and learn new things on a, with technology, we're just, we're just, we have endless opportunity to look. It's frustrating how much we have to learn every day. (laughs) I was
2: just thinking about the bosses over the years. I have, who pursued higher degrees so that they could be in a position of influence and authority at a school and, and how many of them had dear face, have dear face, but my current boss is amazing. And, really believe that being the boss means that they serve, that they make sure their people have what they need to be successful. And how marvelous that is and how all those young men we've been talking about who we've loved through their teenage years, that's really what they want to do. If they have good Jesus hearts, that's their goal. And when you're looking at it from the beginning, it's overwhelming. But you do the thing in front of you well and are ready for the next opportunity God presents and keep pushing for the good of the people around you. And next thing you know, you are the boss. And work 12 hours a day. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I don't know if we handled this well enough. We only have two minutes left. If, if you have trouble getting your child, especially a teenager, motivated, do feel free to contact us and we can give you some ideas. We may need to do a whole, t- just a whole podcast on that, a how to motivate teenagers. Maybe motivation to, becomes one of our words.
2: And how to write a good thesis statement for your own life.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do have some oh. stuff on that. You can find that in my book. So I've written two books, The Well, The Art of Drawing Out Authentic Conversation and Marriage Conversations from Coexisting to Cherished. Both of those books do have something in them about writing uh, family mission statements, and it's good material. We have a minute left. You can find all this on kathycrafty.com. I'll put all this information and hyperlinks in, a, in my blog that comes out with this podcast and we, we hope you'll go there and sign up, and we hope you'll help us push these great messages out so that other people can be really encouraged. And more than anything else, Anna and I just pray that your day goes great and that you're, you're motivated and that you feel ambitious for success for yourself so that you'll have much, many, many wonderful things to share with other people. That's what and we hope for you. We want
2: good things for you.
1: <laughs> Yay, that's exactly right. Thank you, Anna. That's the perfect note to close on. Truth with a Texas Twang, spoken here.
0: Oh, no. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas Twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, turtles. Got in peace.